You're listening to the Connecticut Real Estate Edge podcast, your source for tips and tricks on building wealth through real estate in Connecticut. You will get the best techniques from leading local experts in real estate and lending. Now, here's your host, Robert Weinberg. Good Saturday morning to everybody and welcome to Mortgage Matters Radio Show. Along with Rob Weinberg, I'm Gary Byron. Rob, good morning. Good morning, Gary. How are you? Ah, not too shabby. Um, How are you? How was your week? Doing well. Doing well. It was a great week as usual. Lots of closings, lots of new inquiries, lots of pre-approved buyers out there looking for homes. And uh, just lots of questions from the public about getting a mortgage and buying a home. When when you say that there's a lot of questions, um, are, are there granted people will ask questions specific to them that pertains to their specific uh, need, but is there are, are there questions that generally everyone asks? I would say everyone's got certain inquiries and things in their mind when it comes to buying a home or getting a mortgage. So I actually have in my office. Uh, like bullet points on different scenarios that I go through with clients when I'm talking to them about getting pre-approved because most of those questions are the same. So I try to go through a really methodical list of things that they're going to need to know. Mm -hmm. And at the end of going through that takes about 15 minutes. I can say, Hey, do you have any other questions? And nine out of 10 times, it's like, no, you answered everything. And that's just one of the benefits of dealing with someone who's experienced because I've done this over a thousand times. So I know what people are asking about. I know what's relevant and what they need to know because a lot of pieces of the puzzle when it comes to buying a home or refinancing, they're not well known. They don't know what to ask or the questions they're asking maybe aren't relevant. So I like to give the information that I know that they need to know. Um, I figured this morning we'd we'd choose a really good topic. I know that you're going to like this as well. Uh, It's kind of right in your wheelhouse there because you like to offer advice. This is what you do. So uh, today's episode we'll call uh, Advice Over Price. How does that sound? Great. I'm super excited about that one because I I agree. I mean, advice is much more important than price when it comes to buying a home or refinancing or getting a mortgage. So let's dive in. All right. So why then? The most obvious question I think anybody would ask is that why is the lowest rate not always the best loan? Sure. So I think... uh, a few of the questions that we'll go through here are best answered by using stories and real world examples that I've seen. So I will tell you that recently I had a client come to me that had seen in the newspaper a 1.75% mortgage rate and called me and said, wait a second, Rob, you were giving me, you know, something in the twos. Why is, how can they get this 1.75? And they were absolutely convinced that this was a real rate. So they went through the process of applying for that loan and lo and behold, that 1.75 rate cost four points in in fees to get. A point is equal to 1% of the mortgage amount. So if you do the math on this was a $400,000 loan, so 400,000, 1% is 4,000. So four points, if my math is right, that's $16,000 that they were gonna have to pay 
to get this 1.75% rate. So they thought it was great on the surface, but then when they got down to the reality of it, how were they able to get such a low rate? Why were they able to get a rate that's lower than the market? And it really, almost always, it comes down to these hidden fees, in this case, these four points. So we determined it was actually gonna take them 25 years to break even by paying those fees versus just taking the two and a quarter rate that I was offering them at the time was actually a better deal with no points. So that's just one example hitting you straight. That's deceitful. It is, but this is the norm in today's mortgage market. I mean, this is happening every single day. You see the billboards, you hear the radio advertisements, you see the things on TV. Even when you walk into your bank, they have something showing, here's today's rate. They don't give you all the details. And especially a lot of the mortgage companies that advertise through direct mail or using call centers, they're really focused on just getting you to call in to get that lowest rate. Another one that I'll tell you that illustrates this well is I had a client come to me a few months ago and they had found me online, actually had watched some videos on my YouTube channel and reached out and said, Rob, I am in the process of refinancing. I just started the process and I'm getting a great rate but I just don't feel right about it. There's something wrong. I feel like hmm. the fees maybe were a little bit off. It just, something didn't sit right with them on this loan. So they sent me over their loan estimate they got from their loan officer, which details all the fees. And um, we sat down and we reviewed it and found out they were getting offered an FHA loan, which an FHA loan is sometimes a great loan. A lot of the time it's a great loan. But in this case, they were giving her this FHA loan that had all these additional fees and costs. And when I looked at it, the reason they were giving her that loan is because she had a late payment on her mortgage the previous mm -hmm. year during COVID. Mm -hmm. And that was the only loan she'd qualify for. Well, I determined that if she just waited one more week till the turnover of the next month, her late payment would be 12 months old at that point, and she'd qualify for a conventional mortgage. So I said to her, stop what you're doing. Do not move forward with that loan. She had an appraisal scheduled. I said, cancel that appraisal. Do not move forward. Next week, I'm going to go ahead and move forward on my end and see if I can get you approved for a conventional loan because you should qualify based on the information that I have. Lo and behold, that's exactly what happened. I ran her credit on the first of the month and it came back with a very similar credit score, but that mortgage late had now been seasoned over a year. Now I ran it through the automated underwriting system. Boom, she was actually approved for a conventional mortgage. It didn't have all those extra fees. The rate was slightly higher, but it was actually saving her more money because it didn't have all those extra fees. So another scenario where you can see price is not the most important. It's the advice. It's the program. It's the plan. So everyone out there is taught, let's ask, how do I find the best loan at the lowest rate? That's what is being taught by the banks for you as a consumer, as a future home buyer or homeowner to be asking your lender, where can I get the lowest rate? I want the best loan at the lowest rate. Wrong question. Well, the bank actually, if you ask them, well, what do these points mean? I mean, you're so oh, that's oh yeah. Well, look, they tell you and then kind of guide you and say, this is sixteen thousand dollars extra. You may not want this. No, unfortunately, <laughs> what I found is most of the loan officers offering those type of rates with the high fees. First of all, they won't tell you up front about it. Like you said, it's very deceiving. And second of all, if you question them about it, it's kind of like, okay, well, it is what it is. You know, you wanted the 1.75, this is what it's going to be. Or you wanted the 1.99, this is what it's going to be. And it's a take it or leave it type approach. Completely different than the approach I take with my clients, which 
almost all loans we price with no points and I'll give you the option. Hey, if you want to pay an extra $800, I can lower your rate to this. Or if you want to pay two discount points, we can lower your rate to that. Almost all the time, people choose not to pay points, especially in the great rate environment that we're in. But most banks and credit unions and loan officers across the country, they don't give those options. They just feel like because it's cutthroat, let me offer you that low rate take it or leave it. At least I know I'm going to get your business, even if it's going to cost more. So the real question to follow up on, you know, what should they be asking? They should be asking, how do I get the best plan? How do I get the best mortgage for my needs with a competitive rate? Because a quote that I was taught very early in the business, which really resonates with this topic today is a competitive rate with the right mortgage strategy is better than the lowest rate in the market with the wrong strategy. Let that sink in a second. So can you maybe explain the, the concept of a personalized mortgage plan? You mentioned the word plan. So I, I, I thought maybe we'd yeah, put on let, that Yeah, let's kind of dive in with that. So a personalized mortgage plan is not just going to be an order taker. It's not just going to be, hey, I'm looking to refinance. What's your rate today? That may be your question, but if you're dealing with a really experienced mortgage advisor, we want to really step back from that for a second and say, what are you looking to accomplish? What is What are your financial goals? What are your motives to refinance? For some people, it's getting the lowest rate, lowering their payment. For some people, it's consolidating some debt. For others, as we'll talk about, you know, they want to improve their home or pull money for that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So we want to look at the entire financial picture. A big piece of that is your retirement strategy. Are you maxing out your 401k as a Question I ask very early in the process of someone that's saying, I want that low, low payment that I'm seeing online, or I want that low rate that everyone's advertising. Well, wait a second here. Why do you want the lowest rate? And people really have to step back and say, well, why do I want the lowest rate? I want to lower my payment so that I can have a better lifestyle, so that I'm not paycheck to paycheck. Well, what are you doing for your retirement? Are you maxing out your 401k? You know, people come to me asking for a 15-year mortgage. Well, wait a second. You want to pay your house off early, obviously, but are you maxing out your retirement plans? And I'm not here to bash 401ks, IRAs, whole life insurance, or any of the other vehicles. Everyone's got their own scenario, but you shouldn't be paying off your house early if your other financial goals are not in line, as we've talked about in other episodes. So we got to look at your retirement. And how does the mortgage play in with retirement, people would ask? Well, every dollar that's going to your mortgage is a dollar less that you can put towards your retirement plan, right? So the more that we can impact your monthly budget from a mortgage standpoint, from a debt standpoint, the more money you can put towards that thing. So um, parlaying on top of that retirement is your debt strategy. Where are you at with your credit card debt? Do you have other bills? Do you have a second mortgage, a home equity line of credit? Do you have auto loans? that you're paying on. Student loans are huge right now. You know, everyone's co-signing for their kids to take out student loans or people are still paying on loans from when they were in school. And we we need to really look at that as part of your strategy because, I mean, again, you don't do this every day as a homeowner. A good mortgage advisor does this hundreds and hundreds of times a year. So we know where to kind of guide you. If you're just calling an 800 number off a flyer you got, or you're calling your local bank asking about refinancing, if they're not asking you questions about your retirement, if they're not asking you questions about your financial goals, if they're just taking your order and giving you what you want, unfortunately, you're going to end up making a bad move. And I'll tell you another story here. A client of mine up in Massachusetts actually a year ago, he refinanced with me and I said to him, Joe, you have all this credit card debt. You sure you don't want to you know, look at saving money on that? He said, no, no, no. I just want that low rate. 
you know, I wanted that at that time, it was like a 2.8% 30-year mortgage rate. And he was super excited about that. And he's like, that's what I want. I and it was going to lower his payment about 150 bucks a month. So we did that. As I do with all my clients, stayed in contact with him. And lo and behold, he actually closed last week. We had to do another refi for him a year later because all he wanted was that low rate. He's been saving the 150 bucks a month. But that credit card debt that he was so sure would be gone, it's gone from like eight grand to 12 grand in the last year. So now we rolled the credit card debt into the mortgage and now he's saving like $400 a month and he didn't get the low rate. He actually, his rate went up. He didn't get the 2.8. We had to raise his rate to over 3% because his credit went down. We had to pay off debt. So perfect example why rate was not important. Had he taken my advice a year ago and rolled the debt into the mortgage, he wouldn't have had to redo it again, which is when it really mattered. The gentleman's retired. He's on a fixed income. He thought he was going to get an inheritance or this or that. It didn't happen. So now he had to do it again unfortunate, but this is why having that advisor to show you the way to do this right is so important. So, uh -huh. I mean, that's very, very common. People that just want that low rate when they should have consolidated debt or they should have pulled out equity. This is These are really interesting stories. Um, what should someone therefore look for in, in a mortgage advisor such as yourself? It's a great question. And it's it's got a difficult answer, really, because unfortunately, in the mortgage industry, a lot of people get in hearing that there's an easy dollar to be made. You know, a good mortgage originator can make several hundred thousand dollars or more a year. There isn't any really formal education. You don't need a college degree. So a lot of people move into not only the mortgage industry, but I think real estate in general, because they see that there is a lot of profit to be made. So unfortunately, what ends up happening is they work at a call center, work at a bank where they're just taught, hey, get as many loans as you can, whatever it takes, you know, it's cutthroat, offer what you have to offer, tell people whatever you need to tell them to get business in the door. Uh, it's it's really unfortunate. I will say even when I started out, you know, way back in the early 2000s, that was kind of the mentality. Like, here's a list of leads. Here's a list of people that need to refinance. Go get them. And, and that's kind of the uh, training that you're given. So I will tell you where not to find a good mortgage advisor. The bank. Well, probably the bank. Yeah. I mean, there might be some, but that's definitely one because a bank is an entry level mortgage position. Somebody that's been in the mortgage industry for 20 plus years is probably not sitting at a local bank branch. They're probably either working in their own mortgage brokerage or as a correspondent lender for one of the big mortgage bankers because no offense, but most banks and credit unions don't pay mortgage originators very well. And once you're seasoned and you can get your own business, why are you going to make peanuts when you could be making a lot more money? So a lot of people transition after even just a few years to these mortgage banks or mortgage brokers that that do compensate a lot better. And that's where you're going to get the, the best advice. So I would say bank credit unions, probably not the best place to get your mortgage. They're great at checking accounts. They're great at auto loans. They're probably not the best at getting you the best mortgage uh, circumstance for your needs. Another one is the call center, what I call the call center lenders. So these are the the lenders that send you stuff in the mail uh, all the time. Hey, we can get you this super low rate or you've got all this equity. We're going to help you cash out. Like legal loan sharks. Uh, yeah, they're not even loan sharks, really, because they offer oh, low oh, yeah. rates. But the thing like we were talking about earlier is points. there's points, there's fees, there's, uh, you know, they make blanket statements. And if you read the fine print, 
a lot of that stuff is not disclosed or it's really, really disclosed in a way that's hard to understand. So what ends up happening is you call them and say, hey, I got your um, got your mailer, says 1.99%, uh, I want that rate. And they go through the whole mortgage application process and you're talking to someone who, again, is like an order taker. They're making their hourly rate or their small commission and they're just taught to take your order, take your application and give you what you want. But then they come back later a day or two and say, oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Jones, that 1.99% that we told you, that's no longer available. Or for your circumstance, that's not going to happen. It's actually going to be two and a half or three and a half. And by that point, you've given them all your information in your head. You've been daydreaming about what it would be like to have that low mortgage rate that you saw, how great it will be to brag to all your friends at the barbecue over the weekend that you have the lowest rate. And then they dash your dreams and say, no, either it's going to cost an arm and a leg to get it or you can't even get that rate. So that's where you don't want to find it. So as far as the mortgage advisor, where do you want to actually go? You need to find someone with a great reputation. Any mortgage advisor that's been doing this more than a couple of years is going to have online reviews. They're going to have a stellar reputation in the community. Myself, I have YouTube channels, podcasts, radio shows like you're listening to, all these different things that show you I'm credible. I've been doing this a long time. If you look your mortgage lender up, online and you can't find them anywhere or they've skipped 12 companies over the last five years, you might want to look for somebody else. So reputation is key. Experience like we're talking about is key. I was new once as well in the industry and I know how hard it can be to uh, to be new and try to cut your teeth getting new clients. But I will tell you that there are, I mean, you're better off as a homeowner, as a home buyer, finding someone that has the experience. To me, that means at least five years you know, a mortgage originator on average only closes a few loans a month. So someone that's been in five years may have only done a few hundred deals, if that. I've now done over a thousand doing this almost 20 years. So every deal is different. There's so many different circumstances. There's challenges on every single loan. There's underwriting issues, processing issues, documentation, challenges. If somebody's only closed a handful of loans, they're not going to know how to navigate through those. And every day people contact me and say, Rob, I was working with this other lender and they botched the deal or I was talking to this other lender and they told me this and it's like so much misinformation out there. It's obvious that they were talking to someone that doesn't have experience that was mixing up guidelines. So that's really important. And I think getting a referral is, is a key place to start. So a referral is like, either your realtor or, you know, a cousin, somebody that you know that's had a good experience that says, hey, call Rob. He's really good. He worked with us when we bought our home or he helped us refinance. I mean, that's where a huge part of my business comes. I have a client I consulted with a few days ago who I helped the mom refinance last year. Now her son's buying a home. She referred him to me because they had a good experience. So I think that that's a great place to, to get a referral from either someone in your family or a real estate agent where you can say, hey, you've been doing this a long time. Who should I use for my mortgage? Who do you recommend? Well, folks, you are listening to Mortgage Matters Radio Show alongside Rob Weinberg. I'm Gary Byron. He can be contacted at 860-413-3938. Again, 860-413-3938. So then why do so few homeowners use the same advisor for multiple mortgages? This really puzzles me and actually kind of pisses me off because I've had my own clients, unfortunately, stray from me over the years doing this so long. And uh, I think the statistic, I don't know exactly, but it's something that uh, along the lines of less than 20% 
of people that get a mortgage for a second time use the person that they used for their last loan. Why? Why is that? You know, it, it puzzles me too. So I think that it's a couple reasons. Number one, as we're really talking about, there's no relationship intact with a mortgage advisor the first time. So maybe you're calling them off a mailer. Maybe you're speaking to them as a referral. Maybe it doesn't matter why, but they look at it as transactional. They look at it as I need a deal. I'm going to make a commission and see you later. Have a good day. So there's no real relationship built. That's why I try to spend extra time with my clients up front, finding out about their goals, their long term. Well, look, I mean, I almost all of my business is repeat business. But even so, I have had clients not, I don't have 100% retention. Nobody does. And it comes down to also advertising. There's solicitations going on. So someone will get a solicitation in the mail for something and say, oh, that's great. Let me call them because they feel like they're the only one that can get that deal. You know, and that's not correct. In the mortgage industry, for the most part, we're all fishing in the same pond. Um, Really no follow-up on either side. So their loan officer that they worked with a year, two years, five years ago didn't stay in touch with them at all, didn't call, didn't mail, didn't email. So they're kind of like out of sight, out of mind. But then also on the consumer side, I mean, as a homeowner, why are you going to call your mortgage advisor if you don't need a new mortgage? You're not just going to call them to say, hey, what's going on? How's your day? No, there's a reason people reach out. And unfortunately, getting a mortgage can be an emotional decision. So people make those emotional buys. And when they get the mail or they see that that ad on the uh, billboard on their way to work, they call that person and completely forget about the one that they worked with before. I also have had clients that I help buy homes that will then a year, two years later, go refi and I'll find out in doing my annual review and they'll go, oh yeah, we refied a week ago with our local bank or this person. And I'll say, why? And they go, well, we didn't know you did refinances. We thought you only did help people purchase homes. You got to cover that in your presentation. Well, yeah. and I do, but again, it's one in one in one yeah. ear, out the other. A lot of people forget it. You know, like I said, buying a home is an emotional process, so it's. Uh, what are some of the hidden pitfalls of mortgage uh, advertising? You know that that consumers and homeowners they may be unaware of. But you just mentioned that you know some people weren't even aware of that you did refinance. Right. Well, I think one of the big pitfalls in advertising, because mortgage advertising can be very deceiving. There's a lot of regulations statewide and nationwide about mortgage advertising. But, you know, these unscrupulous companies always find a way to skirt the rules. So like we were talking about earlier, a low rate, they'll offer a ridiculously low rate. But then if you read the fine print, there's a lot of information in the fine print. Maybe you need a 780 credit score. It's only for a single family home, but you have a condo or maybe you have a two family home. Um, you know, it's for a rate and term refi where you're not taking any money out and you need money for different things. So it's like this one size fits all. Uh, it's the devil's in the details, as they say. So the number one pitfall, I would say, is a super low rate that's obscenely low that has you know, a lot of stipulations, a lot of fine print. The next thing would be generic interest rates. So again, you walk into the bank or credit union, they have a, a stand there right when you walk in and you're waiting in line for the teller that says like, today's mortgage rate, 2.875%. Well, you got to read the fine print. That's 2.875. Is that for a home purchase? Is that for a refi? Is that for a single family? Is that for a condo? Is that for a two family? If they're giving you that at a 780 credit score, what if you got a 650 credit score? Do you think you're going to get that same rate? So like I've been saying, the devil's in the details. Read the fine print. Even sometimes if you read it, they still will change things around because these rates are constantly changing. 
So, you know, they have a lot of validity in coming back to you and saying, hey, that rate that we told you last Wednesday, that's not available anymore. I mean, that's it's like the stock market. It's constantly moving. Um, another thing that I've been seeing, because some consumers are latching on to these issues with these uh, high fees, you know, consumers mm. are starting to see, oh, what's your, how many points on that rate? You know, that's an educated question. So now a lot of lenders are showing you no fee loans or very, very low fee. They'll say, oh, $1,000 in closing costs. But wait a second, again, what's the fine print? Yeah. How much more are you paying in an interest rate for a no fee loan? It's not, I mean, it, it costs money to lend money out. There is a cost to that. Banks don't lend money for free. So if they're not charging you for it, where's that money coming from? What else is being jacked up to make, uh, you know, make up for it? And the last thing I'll touch on on that, because I know we're short on time, is bait and switch tactics, which is they tell you one rate and then when you go to lock in, they switch you. What about getting a new mortgage or refinancing with your current servicer? I mean, what are some of the pros and cons to that? I only got a couple of minutes. Sure. Here. Well, that's a really common thing because these mortgage servicers nowadays, they are soliciting heavily their customer base. So usually the way it works is you got a mortgage with somebody or a banker whoever years ago, and then they sold your loan to one of these servicing companies. There's dozens of them. These servicing companies are only there to take your payment, but they also have a retention division or a, a division that originates and makes new loans. So they will blanket you with emails and direct mail saying, hey, we're your mortgage lender. We're servicing your loan. We can help you save money. And people think, hey, you know what? I've already got my loan with them. Let me do that. But unfortunately, what you find is most of the people working in the, those are like the call center lend, lenders we were talking about. Most of the people working there have very little to no experience originating mortgages. They're just taking your order. They won't really go into the financial plans that we're talking about and asking you about retirement and other things. So that's a huge negative. The pro is it's streamlined because they do have your loan. So they know your name, you know your social security number, they know your date of birth, they have an idea of your employment and income because all that got transferred to them. But that's the only advantage. Most of of the time, they're not going to give you the best mortgage program. They're not going to offer a wide array of things. And I've seen so many clients get put in the wrong loan with these where they'll do like an FHA streamline when they should have done a conventional refi and gotten rid of the PMI. Happens all the time. And those are the huge cons. You, you know what your industry needs? Relationship building. That's what it's all about. And that's what I've been preaching for years. That's what my mentors have been preaching. And there are definitely top mortgage professionals across the country. I meet them at all the conferences and different uh, events that I go to, but it's the minority. It's definitely the minority that are like that. I would guess less than 10% of loan officers or advisors take the approach that I take, but this is why I do have high retention. Most of my business is repeat and referral business. I'm not losing most of my customers to competitors like a lot of others because I take this relationship approach. But again, doing this so long, thousands of clients, unfortunately, it's hard to call every single client all the time. You're going to miss opportunities. That's why I really try to strategize and structure up front how I'm different and how we can have that long-term relationship. So they know from the very beginning that this is not a one-time transaction. This is a true long-term relationship. I've had clients I've refinanced multiple times that I've been working with for over a decade almost no mortgage originators can really say that because it's very, very rare. Folks, you have been listening to the Mortgage Matters radio show. You can check him out online at www.connecticutmortgagelending.com. Once again, 
Connecticut, which is spelled out, ConnecticutMortgageLending.com. You can also send them an email. Maybe we can get your question answered on these very airwaves. It's really easy to do. Simply email MortgageMattersRadioShow at gmail.com. Again, MortgageMattersRadioShow at gmail.com. I like to do this the old-fashioned way. Make the phone call. Schedule an appointment. There's no obligation. 860-413-3938. Again, 860-413-3938. Rob Weinberg, I'm Gary Byron. Thanks so much for listening to Mortgage Matters Radio. Thanks for listening. If you have questions about the information we've covered or would like to discuss mortgage financing for your situation, you can reach Robert Weinberg by visiting www.robgw.com.